0: welcome to the music grind podcast this is episode 13 Welcome back to The Music Grind, the podcast where um, I talk to working musicians to get a day in the life. What is it like to be a working musician? We're going to find out. We are finding out. Uh, Welcome back after this hiatus, a brief pause. Um, You know, over the holidays and uh, I had a a bunch of uh, gigs and I've got some new projects in the works. Uh, and a new podcast, uh, also in the works with my friend, uh, Dave Hamar, who you can go back and hear, uh, episode three. Uh, but Dave and I are working on something, um, because I think he's a fantastic storyteller just the way he tells any story really. Hey, I set up my drums, uh, but the way I see I'm, that was a very poor imitation of him, but the way he would tell that story would be more engaging. So I want to put a microphone in front of him. Uh, which is what we're going to do, uh, which is actually what we are doing. Um, speaking of other podcasts, uh, this one I, I don't actually have any direct involvement in, but I've been enjoying because um, I just want to give a, a quick shout out and a plug to my friend Tom Kersey, who, is, who has his own podcast uh, called Space Tom Continuum you know, it's a play on space time, but he's, he's Tom. So it's space, Tom, space, Tom continuum. And as far as I know, you can find it on, um, on, you know, Apple podcasts and wherever, wherever else you get your podcasts, your podcast acquisition apps or software or whatever else, uh, you use, you can go check it out, listen to it. Um, he's, Fun. He's entertaining. I, at least I think so, and I believe others will as well. Um, oh yeah, and there's a, there's a, another thing. Um, so my my other friend Joe, Kos- Joe Kosas, who you can hear in episode four, <laughs> he's a new hope. Just kidding. That's a Star Wars reference. If you didn't know, Joe Kosas got a really great opportunity, and he's going to be um. He's going to be out of town for a little while, and as you know from listening to the previous episode, that other episode, um, he has a studio. He runs uh, Blue Couch Studios, and while he's gone, I will be running Blue Couch Studios, so if you have any uh, recording needs uh, or anything like that, let me know Uh, if you're in the Tampa area or if you're going to be here for a day or two or more. Uh, let me know, because um, there's a recording studio available and and an engineer available now. Um, so, yeah, that's it. So today's guest is actually a repeat. Episode six was the first part of uh, Jamie Grinnell, who is a bass player, band leader and songwriter here in Tampa, in the Tampa area. And we had a lot to talk about in the first, in, in the, in the interview, which by the way was recorded about two years ago. So there's some of the stuff that is now some of the stuff he says, Oh, I'm, I'm working on such and such. Uh, now it has come to fruition. You will hear about it in the interview. Uh, and just, if you want a refresher, you know, there's a backstreet boy involved in his, in his history, in his backstory, go back and listen to episode six to catch up if you'd like. Um, in this one, you know, he says something he's like I said, he's a songwriter and he mentions something that um, the time that he has spent recently playing in cover bands and playing pop songs and such years ago, he would have looked down on it or he did look down on it. And he realizes now as he's getting back into songwriting that though that time that he spent um In cover bands has helped him in his songwriting and it just highlights something that I have come to learn and come to believe wholeheartedly that everything that we're going through now, everything that we're experiencing now is somehow a training for something in the future. Something is going to be going on in the future in your life that you can draw on your experiences in the past. And this is a prime example of that. Uh, Anyways, I just wanted to point that out because I, I, it hit me as I was listening back and doing the editing of this, um, of this episode, it, um, I, I realized that he was saying exactly that, in essence, in a practical sense. So, without further ado, uh, here's Jamie Grinnell.
1: I just decided you know I'm, I'm tired of like doing all this like like physical labor stuff you know and, and and like I hear about like you know what professional musicians can make you know by by playing music for four hours or whatever and I'm yeah. like working 50 hours a week you know killing myself for not as much as they're making and you know I decided to to start you know, looking for, for something, looking for some kind of project, you know, I didn't really know how to get into it at the time, but I eventually came across um, a cat that was new to town, a, guy, a dude named Andrew Garrison. Yeah. Who, who is now, you mm-hmm. know, a big main leader around here. Um, but he, at the time, this is like 2007 or 2008, he had recently moved here from Miami. Okay. So he didn't have any, he didn't really have any connections, or he didn't, you know, he didn't know anybody at the time. Um, and I connected with them via Craigslist, actually. It's like probably the only Craigslist thing I've ever done that turned into something that that, <laughs> that like made a difference in my life.
0: Um, i uh my whole story here is through Craigslist yeah, yeah. well uh, I'll tell you some other time yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's really interesting yeah <laughs> so you know he's he's
1: a member of a of a big corporate band in miami that is now called the headliners at the time it was called fifth avenue i think mm-hmm. and um you know so he's down here and he's trying to start something up you know he's has ambitions to be a band leader and and uh you know he's got to start in the bars and the clubs and stuff sure. and uh you know so i found through craigslist um a couple of the other guys uh the drummer was actually his brother-in-law and and uh You know, guitar player. I think I think that they were they met at like a a house party or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I remember I went to you know to to like kind of audition. They'd been together for about a year at this time, and uh, their bass player was like moving somewhere, so I came to audition. And I remember I had I learned a few a few covers, um, and I remember. The first time that I played with these guys, uh, particularly Andrew, you know, I immediately after after you know twenty minutes, I realized that this person knows a lot of th- knows a lot of stuff, knows music. You know, mm-hmm. he's an educated guy. He knows like what he's doing because he was speaking in a language I've never heard in my life. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he was just throwing out. You know, he was talking about the number system. He was talking about scales. He was talking about key signatures and all this stuff. And and you know be perfectly honest i didn't really know anything about any of that like you know that everything i had been through before i managed to i managed to to not know anything you know um and neither did the people i was you know working with you know it's uh um so you know i i started to to like learn something for the first time just by being surrounded by people who knew things that i didn't know and um and that's when i kind of realized that there's like a different level you know and all of all of that silly stuff that i used to you know talk about you know uh i kind of started to realize that professional musicians you know are kind of the real deal you know <laughs> you know what i mean not not that what i was doing before wasn't real because it was but you know you know this is like a real craft yeah. you know Um, and, and there is possibilities outside of, you know, trying to be a rock star, (laughs) you know, you can still make a living, but if, if you're going to do it, you have to actually learn, you know, something about that craft. And, you know, I, I had to, I had to learn to play all these songs, you know, that, that were so far from, from what I was used to, you know that I really got a, a an eye-opener. I, I really, like where I came from and the kind of stuff I did before, people really loved what I did. They thought it was great, you know, what I did because, you know, regardless of how good individually we were or how not good individually we were, <laughs> you know, as a unit, because that's all we did every single day, right. we were very solid. Right. So it's very easy to be like, oh, these guys are great. Right. You know, take us away from each other and we don't know what to do. So... <laughs> You know, I, I I learned pretty quickly how good I'm not. Okay. You know, and then I could grow. Yeah. You know, when, when you realize you're not good, you can get good. You you have an opportunity, you know. Um, so I was stoked about it. I was, you know, it didn't, it didn't, like, scare me or anything. It just, like, you know, it made me realize, whoa, I can, I can, like, you know, I have, like, somewhere to go. Yeah. You know, because um, you know, few, for the last couple years, I was just stuck in this, part, in this like rut, and I wasn't doing anything. And now I was like, okay, I can, I can get better at something now. I can, you know, like I, I just met some people that can that that I can learn something from, and uh, and that's how I, and that's how I started playing professionally, and uh, you know, um, becoming a band leader happened a few years later you know, because I, 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 t- I kind of took the skills, and I started taking some private lessons too. I started learning from from some like real musicians, and and you know, I never really did that except for that first like, you know, six months or a year right. when I very first, you know, started playing. It was the only time I ever really had any like private instruction, and it was just basics, you know. Right. So, you know, I started to learn you know, about theory a little bit, a little bit about harmony, about chord structure, uh, the number system and, and all of this, uh, all of the stuff that made learning songs so much easier. Because yeah. when I first got that, <clears throat> that first song list, you know, of stuff I had to learn, I was sitting there all day learning note for note because I didn't know anything about how these notes are related to each other, right. you know, and and, you know, when I finally started to learn how to hear you know the different changes and 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 you know realize that that you know if this chord is this and you're hearing the melody most likely the next chord is going to be this one yep. you know um it changed everything It cha- you know and I'm, I'm definitely no no scholar now but you know but but now I know something. And now, you know, it, my, my whole, my whole, the, everything about the way that I looked at at any kind of music, I don't care if it was pop or jazz or rock, you know, I, I was judging it on a different playing field now, you know, and and being able to respect different kinds of music for, you know, for, for the right reasons. Um, and then a few years later, you know, I, I kind of decided that I wanted to take you know some of the experiences that I had had in the past you know like with what Nick did with us and kind of develop us as writers and develop and just kind of show us basic things that we didn't know and I wanted to kind of try to branch out and and you know help develop you know an, another artist and mm-hmm. that turned into a, a it started out as an original project but it turned into a um you know, wanted to make some money, so we started doing cover games Band-based and stuff. Band, yep. And and I was and I was the leader because I'm the one that started it. You know, not because I wanted to be a band leader, um, but then I was one. So, you know, um, throughout that that process, I started to realize that that you know I can actually book gigs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would call venues. I would you know send emails to agents. I would you know set up photo shoots and you know uh, set up studio sessions record demos send them to, to people and start booking and it worked you know and, and 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 now I'm like running a small business so so I basically I realized that there was another skill set that that I was capable of you know um, and I've all you know I I, I kind of took you know, what I was doing before, where you know it was this like kind of team team mentality, you know, and and I and I wanted to start a group, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know build a product because that's really that I kind of feel like that's my like my strongest suit, you know, I mean I, I play well and that's fine, you know, but but the thing that I believe that I do the best is develop a product yeah. you know
0: and yeah I mean like the tattoos that's it's perfect example like you're trying to you know be a product that's, yeah right that's very evident
1: exactly you know and, and I like being a side man I've, I've been a side man I learned a lot being a side man because you know playing in different different projects I play in the the Ross Anderson, Rocketman band, band, the Elton John tribute band. Yeah. That, was th- I, that was a big thing because that that music is nothing like you know the top forty stuff that I usually do. That, right. that that was kind of another level, you know, like learning learning style of music that's very unorthodox compared to regular top forty.
0: And and in that thing, you have to. It's a tribute band, so you have to yeah. play it how it is on the record. At, you know, and, at, at yeah. least
1: at least you know at, at least within the style. Okay. You know, like you know, I don't play it note for note, but I try to at least stay sure. you know within the style. Um, and, uh, you know, so doing stuff like that and then playing in a couple wedding bands here and there and, sure. do, you know, doing top 40 bar band stuff, you know, definitely kept me on my toes, you know, with learning a bunch of different kinds of music, different styles, I definitely learned a lot and, and you know, developed my craft as a player doing that. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I've always, I've always had this like internal, you know, this internal drive to kind of be like a leader, you know, um, partially because I'm a little bit of a control freak, <laughs> but 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 you know also because I just believe that, you know, w- the difference between like a band leader, you know, it, it, or just a leader of any business is that like the 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 leader, it's not just a it shouldn't be an ego thing. That's not what it is. What it is is it's it's somebody who's willing to do work that other people don't have to do, you know, for for something that will benefit multiple yeah. people. You know, That's someone who's willing to to spend money out of their pocket up front, you know, and and spend hours every day, every week, you know, putting something together that will benefit multiple people. Um, you know th- that's really that's really all that's really all that it entails in the beginning anyway you know there's obviously a craft there's a trial and error period where you got to you know really kind of learn the market and all that but willingness is where it begins willingness to be somebody who's going to do all of that stuff mm-hmm. you know um i like stuff like that i mean it can be very stressful but i i like um the sense of accomplishment that, that, that comes with, with something that, that you started coming into fruition. Right. And, you know, uh, I really
0: like that definition,
1: by the way, of a leader. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I mean, it's really good. You know, um, I think that, that there's, there's so many opportunities, you know, that, that are out there, but someone has to grab that. Someone has to take the, the what do they say? The bull by the horns.
0: The bull by the horns. Yeah. Um, take the reins. The, take, yeah.
1: Take the whatever. Let's find all the
0: metaphors. <laughs> yeah. So you're the band leader, and you're doing all this. You're band leader for Amanda Keller. That's one uh-huh. of the one of the big. Actually, that's how I first came to know of you. Yeah. You know, back um, like I kept hearing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Amanda Keller. Oh yeah. Her, at the time, uh, I think players. we were
1: using so, like all the same musicians. We were
0: using a lot of the same musicians. And, cause and you, we were, were. You
1: were you were running. Uh, Samantha Lee. Samantha Lee.
0: So we were um actually we there were was were doing the same <laughs> they, yeah, there was a point where we were doing like the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Um so you're doing that any other groups that you're and well, sometimes a side man, right? You said. Yeah, I'm a side man with Rocketman. Um, you're still doing outside of Amanda Keller, you're still doing like weddings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I still I still do weddings and
1: I still and I still work with Rocketman. Okay. Um but I'm taking I'm taking what has been the Amanda Keller band. Mm-hmm. Um and turning it into rebranding it into a a, a private event group you know i 'll say wedding band product. but yeah, a new product i'll say i 'll say wedding band, but yeah. you know i don 't want to limit myself right. to that you know sure. that will definitely be a part of it but sure um i've been a part of several groups like that, and i'm aware mm-hmm. of you know the financial opportunities in that and <laughs> you know and uh you know i've I've learned a little bit from. From some band leaders i've learned you know I've, I've learned a lot of a lot of uh, helpful helpful things so you know i I just want to I want to take all of these experiences and and you know use it to to guide me and 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 you know develop a product that that does for me and this is there's nothing wrong with people who do this but for me I, I would rather do something that doesn't have me in bars four days a week yeah you know um because essentially, I still have to do what I always do. I still have to to run, you know, to be the leader, you know.
0: But you know, for, for it, it's not always worth it for me. So, what does it take? Um, what's a, like a typical day? Um, let's say, you know, for us musicians, Thursdays through Sundays are usually the work week of gigs. Yeah. But let's say a Tuesday when everybody else is on their their nine to five, uh-huh. right? What is uh, what is your typical day of work? What does that look like?
1: I, I try to, like when I wake up in the morning, I try to like, to immediately like, get all my emails and phone calls and stuff out of the way. So, you know, I, if I'm trying to hustle for gigs, I'll, I'll you know, call or call back, you know, yeah. uh, you know, everybody on my, I always have a list, you know, of venues that I, that I, that I want to get into. Um, or in this case, recently, um, ma- making sure that you know I've been I've been doing a, a demo for this new, the new product. Yeah. And you know, so I'm back and forth with the, with my engineer, you know, about getting that mixed down, um, communicating with all eight people that I that, <laughs> that I am now, you know, uh, working with, you know, in a group to to try to, you know, coordinate schedules. To, for a rehearsal, for a photo shoot, for a, a video shoot, for you know, a couple vocal tracks that still need to happen for the demo. Sure. Um, and uh, so just a, a lot of time managing time, mm-hmm. <laughs> managing my time, managing other people's time, and, uh, and at the same time trying to keep myself busy in the process, you know, keep you know, hustling for gigs because I am still playing at bars. And you know, and again, nothing against playing at bars. In fact, playing at bars is what has always kept my head above water when the other stuff is is dry. Gotcha. You know, so there's definitely a a, a purpose. You know, um, but that's so that's what I do. I i i i type emails. I make phone calls. <laughs> you know, um, and I try to throw. In, I try to 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 put in as much time for creativity as I can, just for myself. And sometimes I can, and sometimes I can't. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much how that works.
0: Cool. And um, so the original project, well, the original stuff for this new this new product, the uh, private you call it, private event band. Yeah. Right. Um, and is that the original product no. project? Okay. No. So you have original music. Yeah. In addition to it. Right. What's that? That is something else. That so, um,
1: that's. I've been writing I've been writing music. I mean, I've, I've never stopped writing music. Um, but there's a certain collection of songs that I've been that I've been putting together ever since like 2010, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one day I just kind of realized that you know, it's kind of interesting the subject content content is kind of interesting because of what I was writing then and to what I write in recent years because my personal life has changed a lot. So it's kind of like a story that I didn't mean to write, you know. I didn't, re- you know, mm. like seven, eight years ago. I wasn't thinking, you know, in six years I'm gonna write another song or another couple songs, you know, and it's gonna and it's gonna kind of be like the, the the second half of this story, gotcha. you know. And when I when I kind of looked back, I looked back at my lyrics. I'm like, hmm, you know, that's kind of cool. So, I'm I. It, it's not like a concept thing, but it's it's you know, like kind of a chronological order of, of songs. Um, and I went kind of back to, to like the heavy rock stuff. But now I have all these other, you know, I, I, being a professional musician has improved my songwriting. Now there's something I never knew. All the, <laughs> all the, all the stupid jokes I used to make and all the, all the crap I used to talk about, about people who play in cover bands. Idiot, <laughs> what an idiot. Because the thing that I love to do the most, I'm better at now because of it. Yeah, you know, uh, be, be just because of of all the different you know styles that I'm more familiar with that I wasn't before. Right. So, um, so anyway, so I, so I'm doing that. I, I'm I'm you know redoing some songs that I started to write years ago. And taking songs that I'm writing now and just making a an album, and it and it really it's 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 kind of a cool reflection. It's like kind of a personal journey thing, and I want to, you know, I'm I'm eventually kind of moving towards, you know, more spiritual, more spiritual, more spiritual. But there's some stuff I just got to get out of my system. Yeah, <laughs> I just got to get it out. Um, and 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 in a way to where it can maybe also benefit people who have kind of gone down a path that I have, and you know, um you know, maybe can realize, like, for me, for example, like, I'm a, I'm a born-again Christian, right? Four years. Um, you know, my journey's a little different than, you know, people who are kind of born into it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, not that they don't have struggles, but but when you've lived an entire life another way, yeah, and then you're, you, you know, the, the, the journey is different. Some people do, like, a complete you Know 180 kind of thing where their life is 100% different overnight. Um, but but some people like myself go through more of this, like, kind of uh, I don't know, training maybe, you know, just like you know, kind of a um, how do you I'm I'm not sure how to explain this, like, where where, like where where you're you're slowly where yeah, it's slow, you know, like, like you know especially if you're somebody who's so used to trying to control everything in your life, uh-huh. you know, some people just give everything over to Jesus, right? Yeah. Right there, as soon as they make a decision. You know, some people have to do it, like, piece by piece.
0: Well, there's, the, there's <laughs> a very theological word, sanctification. Sure, yeah, you know, there it is. And then... Yeah. Um, so,
1: you know, I know that there's a lot of people who go through that. I know that there's a lot of people who kind of struggle with that, you know, that whole, why can't everything just change immediately, sure. you know, and then coming to the realization that part of that is their fault. And then there's the guilt and there's, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think it's good. It, it's good. I don't know if what I'm doing and I have no real plans as far, you know, as far as like, uh, financial anything you know uh, luckily uh, being a professional musician i can do what i want to do and yeah. not really worry uh, whether or not it comes back to me in dollars right you know i can so do, you can I focus can, on the art now, exactly right? i can focus yeah. on the art and it can be a labor of, of love and yeah. you know if something cool happens it happens if it doesn't whatever but i think that's the best spot to be in. for sure it's a great yeah. spot to be in and i never thought about that before um but you know hopefully hopefully i i you know i want to put in enough put enough work into it to where I can get it out and nowadays you can you can get stuff all over the place. The yeah. internet's easy. Um hopefully, you know, people who who kinda ha- have been down a similar path or maybe going through a similar path as me, you know, can benefit from it. You yeah. know, can get like, you know, okay, that's a good that's a kind of a cool perspective. And uh, you know, it, it can it can, you know, be of some consolation, you know. Yeah uh to to anybody who who kind of struggles with with their place in their spiritual life mm-hmm. where they are you know um like i said some of us some of us have a a, a past that is a lot more you know a lot darker and a lot uh, less holy <laughs> <laughs> we yeah i you mean that it is what it is
0: yeah that's really that's great, man. I'm 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 looking forward to hearing more of that and yeah. seeing seeing more of that. So, sure. so that's what's next. So where can and I'm singing on it. You're singing on I'm it. Singing on it. How do how do you feel about that? I, I is, okay. Well, why is this? I mean, so, so bass is your main instrument. Is this? Be, I've I've had this idea before, also of stuff that I write. Like, man, uh, you know, this is stuff that I'm writing, and and I'll you know. I want to express it the way I want to express it, or just because like this is what I want to say, you know? mm-hmm. and it just feels more personal for me to sing it. Is that some, kind of thing? Exactly.
1: Yeah. At, at, at first, <clears throat> like at first, I was kind of thinking, okay, I should probably like it was gonna be one of those things where like a, a different singer sings on every song or something like that, sure. or, or a couple singers sing a few songs. Um, but and, and, you know, it kind of it kind of came about as I was trying to like think of people. I'm like who would sound good on this one? Yeah. Who would sound good on this one? You know, and I'm singing them, to, I, I wrote them, you know, and I, I'm singing them to myself, thinking who, and then I'm like, you know, there might be voices that will sound better on some of these, but I don't think anyone's gonna gonna sound quite as genuine, mm, you know, yeah. cause, cause, cause they're, they're you know, cause it's, it's my thoughts, it's my feelings, and, and, uh, you know, and, While I've, you know, while a a big part of all these years of of like growth has been me doing things that I was not comfortable with, you know, I might as well try another thing that I'm not comfortable with, (laughs) you know, and uh, and so far, you know, I've actually tracked lead vocals for one song Mm -hmm. and that that was scary going in, you know, like going into the studio um, was pretty scary because because i never done that before, you know. So I'm like, all right, now I got to hear myself, you know. And, and you know, it, it was nerve-wracking. But, you know, um, I'm doing this at Clear Trek in Clearwater. Okay. And uh, uh, Spencer Bradham is the, the, the head engineer there. Yeah, I know yeah. that name. Yeah, he's he's a really cool guy. And, uh, and he just had this way of really, like, making me feel comfortable. Like, he, you know, I, I chose to work with him because I'd never met him before. Okay. And I wanna, you know, as opposed to somebody like Tom that I've known for years, um, as vulnerable as I was feeling about this, I preferred to, to go with somebody that doesn't know me, mm-hmm. who has zero expectations,
0: gotcha.
1: you know. Um, that kind of works for me, for that kind of thing. So, you know, he just kinda, you know, I got in there, I started started doing, you know, started singing a song, and and he was just like cool you know and and you know just i just tracked it several times you know just to start to get comfortable and, and and it started to get comfortable you know i started to actually feel like like it like i was supposed to be doing it um and and it it just went really smoothly from then and then and now i'm very confident that that i can finish the the record like that you know I, i'm not looking far ahead enough to to think about: Am I going to sing this in front of people? Okay. Am I going to do? Am I going to do that? Am I going to put my instrument down and uh-huh. just be like somebody with a microphone? You know, for that project, I don't know that. I don't. I don't want to worry about that because if I think about that too much, I might scare myself out of finishing it. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: uh, do you have an, an idea of when you want to finish it? Not you really. Do? You know,
1: I, I it's it's a, it's another it's another advantage of of. Not doing it as 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 a as a way to make money is that I don't have to put a time limit on it. Yeah. And I don't have anybody you know telling me it has to be done by a certain time. Um, I mean I'm trying to go as quickly as I can, you know, without without putting too much pressure on myself because I still have a business that I'm that I'm running and I have a business that I'm starting. Right. And I'm still working for a few people. So you know, and and I have a wife, you know, and I you know I, I have to try to. Yeah, you know, do everything and, and and still, like, have some kind of like time for for other important people. Um, so, uh, I'm just, you know, as as things get written, you know, I, I'm booking a little bit of time here, a little bit of time there, right? And uh, and that's pretty much how I'm going about it. It's it's going to be pretty cool because I want to incorporate some, you know, it, it's it's a it's definitely a heavy rock thing um but i'm also experimenting with some like electronic stuff and you know um, just different different elements i want i want to have a a small like kind of a choral section you know doing backs as as opposed to just like me singing a bunch of backups right. like i want to actually have like kind of a churchy yeah. kind of choral thing along with this heavy rock kind of thing right. you know so you know, we'll see <laughs> if that ends up being a good idea um but again i there's nothing telling me I can't there's nothing I, I don't have to worry about you know anything. I don't have to worry about uh radio or or anything like that. I don't even think that radio matters anymore i don't i don't I haven't listened to the radio in years i mean i I check you know for for the top forty stuff and all that uh-huh. i I always check the billboards uh-huh. and I'm like okay these songs are the ones right now that that are that are really popular and then I'll go listen to them and I will decide for myself is this something that's going to be around 5 years from now or is this something that's that's just going to like be gone because you don't right. want to learn songs that are just going to be done next year right. you know like like if bruno mars puts out a single you know it's going to be big for for at least a few years you know right. or justin timberlake or somebody like that but if some random you know group puts out something you know like some brand new group and it's like number one right now but you don't really know who they are yet if they have staying power right you know so that that's i mean that's just kind of my philosophy but i don't i don't know how much radio matters anymore you know everybody's
0: streaming yeah and, and that's that's a really interesting question <clears throat> I, I wonder that too and then i had a conversation with somebody that you know being in the same business like how how do these how do these songs get popular if if people are listening like where are they listening to it yeah. Is it is it ads is it on like Snapchat or Instagram that you know they're getting clips yeah. of it and how do they getting I mean I, really I, I know
1: that I know that like iTunes has like you know like our Apple Music or whatever hmm. which is like I guess like one of the newer streaming yeah programs or whatever. Um you know uh, it's it's I I as far as the recording industry goes I think that I think it's dying it's been dying and I need, I think it needs to, you know, so that it can, you know, I, I'm optimistic about it though. You know, I, unfortunately I, I do hear a lot of negative, you know, uh, people who feel like they, they have no shot or whatever. But I think that you have a better chance now than you did before. Yeah. You know, Yeah. it's I just all so. in the, it's all in your mindset, you know, it, it's, it's, it's again, willingness. Are you willing, you know, cause now that record companies are not as as big of a of a help as they used to be you know there are more outlets now for you to put your own stuff out but you have to be willing to do what they used to do right it's just willingness Yeah.
0: financially and time
1: financially time time, you know marketing you know everything that used to be handled by a third party you have to be willing to do yourself and if you're not willing to do it you don't really does you know you shouldn't be complaining exactly
0: you know so um you mentioned uh, Rocket Man, a tribute mm-hmm. show to Elton John as yeah. one of the things, so how did you get, how did you start in that?
1: Um, well, uh, a couple people who, no, one, one person in, in, uh, in particular who I had played in a few original bands with in, you know, like a few years prior to that was now working uh, with Russ and Rocketman and um, And they were Russ. Just
0: Russ is Elton John. Like he's the guy who plays Russ Anderson. He he's a
1: he's probably probably the most, if not the only like one hundred percent legit pure entertainer that I really know. I mean, like he he knows how to actually be a part. He knows how to put on a show from, from from from. front to back you know like everything from costumes this is rocket man is is uh focuses on the the 70s so that's back when elton john wore like platform shoes and these big crazy glasses and like peacock outfits and you know all this crazy you know costumes and stuff and and you know russ pays so much attention to every detail about the way he looks. He's even got like the gap tooth thing. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and he, you know, he spends hours and hours listening, not just to the songs, listening to the live versions from the 70s. Oh, wow. The live versions, and and, and, and a few of them, we do it like that. We do these long, like eight minute versions of, of a song that's normally three minutes long, yeah. you know, um, from, from the 70s. And everything from like the temple, they play it faster live. Yeah. So we're gonna play it faster live. And and you know, we're gonna have this big breakdown in the middle. And then like in the middle of the breakdown, sometimes he will leave he'll come back in a different outfit, you know, <laughs> while, while we're just jamming or something like that. And um, and he really, he he just dedicates himself. It doesn't matter, you know, so many people, again, I've talked about, you know, just the the importance of, of, of going all into something. You know, it doesn't matter, because we play Rocketman because of the kind of show that it is, a lot of different kinds of audiences. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll do a big festival gig, like, you know, or sometimes we'll go to, like, California or something to do a theater gig. Or sometimes, you know, we'll go to Texas and play, like, the, the Arboretum, which is this huge, massive park. You know, 8,000 people show up to this thing. They do, You know, it's like a concert series. Um, and sometimes we play at... Retirement centers, yeah. you know, <laughs> golf <laughs> clubs and things like that, you know, and it doesn't matter who he's playing in front of. He can get a reaction from, you know, a, a lively crowd at like House of Blues in Orlando. He can also get a reaction out of like a 75-year-old person in a, in a retirement center, you know. Um, he, he, he doesn't care who it is or how many people, how big the audience, how small. He puts on the exact same quality show every time, and that's 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 like a, almost a lost art, you know. I mean, there's a you know, it, it's unfortunately nowadays you hear a lot of like, oh, not enough people are supporting me, or not enough whatever. He makes you support him. Yeah. You know, he, he makes he makes himself worth being supported. Right. You know, um, so it, it's a it's just, it's been a pleasure. To work with him, you know, because because it it just it shows you, you know, oh, this is what an entertainer does. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is this is what someone who actually cares about their craft does. Yeah. You know, um, and he, and he's real good to all of us too. And we're friend. Me and my wife are, are really good friends with him and his wife. His wife is like the manager of the whole thing. Okay. She she. I mean, without her, it would be so hard. She she helps him with the costumes. She you know takes care of you know. Any, anything that can go wrong, you know, she runs silence sometimes, she does, she takes care of everything. I mean, they're, they're both multi, multi-talented, multi multitasking tasking people. <laughs> um, so um, this, this kid who played guitar uh, with me in a couple original bands uh, and, and a few years prior to that was working with him. And, uh, and they were, uh, I guess the rest of the time was looking for a new bass player. So he, the kid just recommended me. A friend of mine, named uh, old friend of mine, named Ian. I haven't talked to him in years, actually, but but he recommended me, and uh, and that was it. Uh, we did a couple of rehearsals, and and uh, my first show was uh, at this theater called the Norris Center in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, yeah, in two thousand twelve, I think. Um, so, cool. Yeah, it was, it was it was a really cool experience. Again, it was something completely different. Than anything I had done before, you
0: know, it was the most theatrical thing I'd ever been a part of. Um, and there seems to be like a theme running through your life about like um, having a product, mm-hmm. having a whole vision yeah, and a product. For sure. And even even this thing, the Rocket Man, that's a product. Yeah, that's it, it's a, a product. And I man, and, and I,
1: I love being a part of a product. Yeah. You know, um, I have I have nothing against. I have nothing against side work. I have nothing against bouncing from, you know, group to group, you know, just being a, a private contractor, or a, a freelance musician. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I like products, yeah. you know, I, I like something, I like seeing something go from one place to another. With, when I first started playing with Rocketman five years ago, you know, handful of gigs a year, mm-hmm. you know, some of them were great gigs, but it's only a handful a year now full-blown seasons you know just like that 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 really like take care of me you know for for a good part of the year um now i'm very grateful for it a lot of the work is on weekdays too sometimes so you know it doesn't always even interfere with my weekend gigs and stuff like that so it's just you know but you know every year it's gotten it's gotten bigger and bigger and again it's a it's 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 a you know a testament to to Russ and his wife and their dedication, you know, it, it kind of keeps me motivated and inspired for my project because I'm like, okay, all, all you got to do is work hard every year, and it will get better, and it right. will get bigger, and it will, you know, generate success. Right. You know, so, you know, yeah, you're right. That that's that's always been that's always been where I thrive. You know, in situations uh, where there's a team, you know, and a goal. And you know, um, point A to point B. You know, yeah. so that that's what I that's what I love. You know, the most. Cool.
0: So, okay. So where where can people where can people go and find you either you or one of your bands or you know Instagram or Facebook or whatever you want whatever sure. you want people. Um,
1: to... all all of all of like my social media stuff goes under the name. Uh, Jamie Grinnell Jr. That's J A Y M E E. Rocketman Rocketmanband.com. You know, um, shows when 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 they're when we're playing. Um, it's not always easy to catch one of those gigs because we're out of town a lot. Um, mm. And when we are in town, a lot of the time it's it's like a private thing. Gotcha. Um, I I'm I'm going to to probably create a website for myself, you know, for original music. I mean, I'm gonna build a website for the new uh, private event group, which is gonna be called From Me To You, by the way. Okay, uh, but From, me to, from me to You. From Me To You. So um, I I'm, I have somebody working on a logo for me and a friend of mine is gonna help me build a website for that. So that will be coming soon, that's not out yet. com is still up and that shows where uh, where we and also shows some music videos, uh, an original song that me and her wrote together that we shot a video for a few years ago, um, and a couple other promo videos and stuff like that are up there. Um, and that's about it. I'm, I'm going to have a website for myself for creative stuff. I don't have it yet, mm-hmm. but when I do, people will know. I'll I'll blast it. Cool.
0: Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, man. it was great to hear your story. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It's fun. Jamie Grinnell, there you have it. Uh, so go check out his projects. As he said in the interview, you heard um, From Me to You. The website is frommetoyouband.com. That band is running. They are playing gigs. They are available for, uh, for events, for parties, and whatever else. So you can go on the website or hit Jamie up on any of his um, social media Jamie Grinnell, J A Y M E E. Grinnell, uh, has two L's. I, I'm sorry, Jamie, I constantly get this wrong and I have to always look it up. It's two L's, but only one N G R A N E L L Grinnell, Uh, on Instagram. That's where I follow him. And that's where you can follow him too. Uh, from me to you band. And like he said, he's in the rocket man band, which by the way, there's a, like, there's a, Documentary or a a biopic, I guess, of Elton John coming out soon. And this guy, Russ Anderson um, of the Rocketman band, uh, has been called up by Elton John to do a lot of the promo for this movie. So it's really cool, uh, really cool opportunity. I've seen the show and it is really awesome. You should go check it out if you have a chance. Don't forget, please, uh, if you have listened to this and you enjoy it, please share it uh, on any of your social media and our social media, our my social media, our whatever music grind podcast. um, You can find you can find this on Instagram, not on Twitter, um, because, you know, whatever. Uh, definitely on Instagram, you can send me an email musicgrindpodcast.atgmail.com. Uh, Musicgrindpodcast.com is the website. For the, uh, for the podcast, you can send me a message or you know, slide in my DM <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, for me, uh, it's TDV music. That's me personally. Um, And, you know, since I do run the podcast, I suppose you could send me a message there too. But if you want to know some more stuff and you want to get up to date about the podcast, it's all on Music Grind Podcast. And, um, you know, subscribe Apple Podcasts on Stitcher, on Spotify, on any of those uh, platforms, uh, or you can listen right on the website. And uh, there you go. And the next episode will be in about two weeks. I'm back to the uh, regular schedule. I hope so. I sure hope so. And some of the interviews that I have recorded coming up, um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna wanna listen because these are the, some of the the top guys, at least here in Tampa. And I'm working on some others. I'm working on getting. Uh, I had Nathan Brown in the last uh, set of uh, episodes, which and he's a top pro from California, and he's on tour. He's back on tour, by the way. Um, with Coco Montoya but I've got some some plans for some other guys too and girls um so keep uh keep your ears open all right maybe I should do the whole Mark uh, Marin thing where uh, he you know he plays guitar at the end and since I play bass maybe I should play it bass at the end uh you know I'm thinking about that but not today in the meantime everybody out there uh stay safe and uh See you next time.